Hey guys, it's Dawn. If you would like to hear the How My Parents Raised Me podcast ad-free, and if you would like access to subscriber-only episodes, join me in the What's the Truth community. You can join via the Apple Podcast app. There's a link right there in the app. Or go to whatsthetruth.supercast.com. Links are in the show notes. Don't miss out on all the extra content I'm sharing. I can't wait to see you over there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The woman picks up on the other end and I don't say anything. And she says, I can't, I can't talk to you right now. And I hanged up and she hanged up and she thought it was my ex calling her. Obviously she, she had a husband and she couldn't talk. And I showed him that phone and he started to chase me around the house. And to take this phone, he literally grabbed my legs down the stairs wow. and pulled me down the stairs to take the phone away and started to cancel everything and delete everything and then he threw the phone and he said there it is and my daughter seen that and it really affected her a lot welcome to how my parents raised me i'm dawn chitty when we are born we arrive here as pure and perfect souls and the direction our life takes from that moment is deeply connected to what our parents bring to our lives. And what our parents bring to our lives is deeply connected to what their parents brought to their lives. And that's the cycle of families. I have always craved connection with real and raw stories to understand what makes you, you. What makes you the absolutely unique human that you are. Stories are medicine for the soul. They can connect us and they can change the world. And so in this podcast, I'm listening to beautiful souls sharing their story, what happened to them, how they got through and how they have healed and thrived despite everything to arrive right here in this moment. Content warning, if you are triggered by the themes of this podcast, please seek a helpline in your city. Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back. If you experienced physical abuse growing up, that will have affected how you feel about yourself, how much you are able to love yourself and care for yourself because you are made to feel worthless. Please take a look at my new blog post, Finding Self-Love After Physical Abuse, you will find some great tips on moving forward and healing from a childhood of physical abuse. The link to this blog post can be found in the show notes to this episode. 
In this quick chat episode, I'm chatting with Natalia, a beautiful soul who spent her childhood with a mother who was narcissistic and controlling. But Natalia didn't recognize this behavior because it was all she knew. The familiarity of that relationship led to Natalia marrying a man who was also narcissistic and controlling. The abuse became so bad over a period of 16 years that Natalia became convinced by this man that it was she who was the abusive one in the relationship. That's how deep the manipulation became. And as we love to explore the cycles of generational trauma on this podcast, you will see how this trauma was passed from mother to daughter to granddaughter in all the ways that they accepted emotional and physical abuse throughout their lives. When I turned 19, I met my ex my my ex-husband and it was I just wanted to move I just wanted to go away and I don't know I didn't even like him that much but for some reason he the, the way he was talking to me it felt like I was important mm. like and later on I discovered he was the biggest narcissist I could meet. And because I, on the beginning, I could make him feel better. He felt like such a big person because I come here from somewhere else and he can help me. He can be this person that takes me around. And I'm so important all of a sudden. And I think we met in the end of August. By November, I moved in with him after one of the fights with my parents of my mother mm. I don't even remember the fight but, but yes yeah and it's like jumping from the frying pan into the fire isn't it because you're so desperate to get away from that situation you've got quite a manipulative mother there and this would feel quite familiar I think to you this person yes. And that's what happens to so many people when they've got that sort of manipulative parent. They are so comfortable with that within their nervous system that they they move on to exactly the same situation with their their first partner. And yeah, it's it's just so hard to think of it, isn't it? That you have an opportunity to escape, but you end up back in another similar situation. How long did that marriage last for? We're together for 16 years. That yeah. was a long time. Eventually he left. For one time he left me, then he came back. Then second time he left and there was it, it was really hard. It felt like... I don't know. It felt like I was addicted to him. I didn't like him. I didn't want him. But I didn't want him to leave. Mm. I, I just couldn't put those things together. How come I have such a hard time? And he was rejecting me. He was extremely bad. He was. Of course, he met women at work and he was leaving and there was there was this one point when he actually 
we went for Easter mass in the evening. It was Saturday evening and I thought, oh my God, he now now he's better, he's changing, he's going to now he's going to come back home and things will be fun because why would he take me to church? Why would we go to church together? And we came home and maybe hour after that, he took the car and he just disappeared for whole night to be with his girlfriend. Wow. And many evenings like that, he actually made me believe that I was abusing him and he's in the support group for abused men and and I believed it again that I was doing that I I thought I was the worst person there is because I was angry many times I was I must say I was angry I was depressed I had a lot of anxiety and he was doing things that didn't make sense to me Mm. there was a lot of gaslighting there was a lot of that mm. at one point we when we were in our house it was across a school and this big parking lot and I was standing in the window and I was looking and then the car pulls out from behind the school and I can see it's our car and it was him and it drove literally from the school across the street to the parking, to our driveway. And he came home and I said, you just came from school, from the parking lot at school. Why, why were you there? And he said, I I never came from there. It wasn't me. And I know I was watching, I was standing there and watching. And I thought I was crazy. Mm. (laughs) I didn't, that maybe I did imagine this, but no, I didn't. Yeah, but there was no point to fight with him because he he was lying all the time, and I didn't know what was true and what wasn't. And eventually, I found a therapist, and I went there, and I said, because he told me that I was abuser and I need therapy, so I went, and I was talking to the therapist and she said that she she I, I told her the story and she didn't see the same way it was this point that when he didn't come home I literally opened his closet took scissors and just shredded his shirts his dress shirts and he had nothing to wear to the office and that really made him make him call me <laughs> give him pass to call me crazy all the time Mm. so I taught her about this and she said yes but what happened before that and what happened before that and what happened before that and then I realized that's right that's what happened and after that I went to see psychiatrist and she she diagnosed me with depression and I started to take medication which I do to this day and it it worked really well. So when he left shortly after all those incidents, when he left and I was extremely upset, it felt like somebody died. 
I never had physical pain like that in my in my body. It felt terrible, but I started to take medication and things became much clearer. It was better. It was getting better and and I could put myself together. Mm. Wow. It does make me just want to cry, actually, because, <laughs> oh, my gosh, just being manipulated so badly that you believe that you're the manipulator it's just so messed up isn't it and the narcissistic personality it's it is quite terrifying and I think you can go your whole life and and just not realize that you're being manipulated oh it just makes me have trouble breathing because it's so suffocating it's so suffocating and I can just feel the energy of you and how hard that was it's it's so much cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And you had a daughter with this man. How yes. did how did your daughter cope with living in this environment and then having her dad leave? She seen one she seen one disturbing scene once. She witnessed one one of our fights and she was 10 or 11 and it was it was bad because what happened I couldn't sleep and my ex was sleeping on the couch and I was sleeping in the bedroom and his pants were on the hallway just lying down so I lift them up and the cell phone came fell out of his pants so I look and it was her cell phone that he gave her for her for her birthday previous year and I look at but she wasn't using that cell phone anymore she wasn't using that phone because she was still young pretty much we got her that for a couple times that I need I needed to communicate with her and he took over that phone and he was calling, that was his girlfriend's phone that he was using to call his girlfriend. And I went to the bedroom and I was, I opened and I see this one number being called all the time. So I dialed that number and it was six in the morning. It was weekday and the woman picks up on the other end and I don't say anything. And she says, I can't, I can't talk to you right now. And I hanged up and she hanged up and she thought it was my ex calling her. 
obviously she she had a husband and she couldn't talk and I showed him that phone and he started to chase me around the house and to take this phone he literally grabbed my legs down the stairs and pulled me down the stairs to take the phone away and started to cancel everything and delete everything and then he threw the phone and he said there it is and my daughter seen that and it really affected her a lot and after that when when he left he lied that he's going on vacation and he will come back but obviously he never came back and he was very close with her and she was up to all those years that were together until she was 10, he was, they were very close. Because I was working a lot. He, he was working here and there, but he always lost his job for some reason. Now I know why, but before I didn't, before I believed him that, oh, it was this and this and that, but he was always jobless. So it was me who was going to work at the same time. and. They were very close and she, when he didn't come back, it was one year after, the, after she didn't see him for one year, she literally collapsed in my arms and she said, I miss him so much. I miss mm-hmm. his body. I miss him. And I, 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 felt, I felt really bad and because what, what I understood, he was planning to come back and he thought we can, me and him can go and move on together. Mm. After a few months, he was sending me messages. I miss you. I'm thinking about you and all that stuff. But at, at this point, I didn't want anything like that. Mm. <laughs> so he never, ever came back and to see my daughter. And it's been 14 years now. Since that. Oh, so she hasn't so, seen him in 14 years. No, and she, mm. I didn't stop, I didn't, uh, I was never stopping mm. the relationship. He just, he never paid any, any child support. He didn't, he was saying to our friends that I will never divorce him. I will never do anything. And he was planning to come back, but it, it didn't work out and that was very mm. <laughs> it was the best thing that ever happened to me him yes. leaving that was yes. the best thing that he did for my whole life because I don't know if I would be able at that point but mm. that was the best thing that happened to me yes and you can be grateful for that because I think when when a person that's a narcissist like that wants to hold on to you it's very hard to get away so that was one blessing and and it must have been very difficult for your daughter to deal with that I mean just having a parent disappear it is incredibly hard because it still is her father right I mean yes she still feels even myself although I didn't see my father for 14 years I I still think about him Mm. And I don't understand why. So you don't, you haven't seen your your ex-partner for 14 years. You haven't seen your yes. father for 14 years. Yes. 
And now you're very low contact with your mum. Yes, because all those years I thought it was my father who is the <laughs> problem and he was the problem. There's no doubt about it. But she was also the problem. Now mm. I see it. I see the stuff, the way she talks, the way now I remember when she was, when I was still a child. So now it made sense to me more that, that she, she has a lot of problems. And living in family like that, then going into a marriage like this and having my daughter. My daughter, at the age of 19, she meets this guy and she wants to run away from home. <laughs> and she goes to live with him. And half of the time, I don't know where she is. And he's not a good guy. He is also abusive. But she, she comes and visits. And I said to her, okay, I don't know where you're living. Do you have a place to live? And she told me that they don't have permanent place. So just because I was concerned for her safety, we rented her apartment small studio apartment so I know where she is and I said you can live there but the guy he can't live there she says no no he's not going to live there but then he moves in and she doesn't let us come for a visit and I know things are not good so I I go one time I get into the building I knock to the door, the door and she doesn't expect me. Then the door opens, she sees me and she's trying to close. But I force the door and I get in and I see the guy there and, and he's smoking marijuana and, and nothing is good. But she already, before that, she called me and she said that she doesn't know how to how to leave him, how to separate. She's already, obviously, she knows it's not good for her either. And she has a very hard time to kick him out because he is a little bit dangerous. And I didn't care anymore. I said, okay. She said, she said I, I want to come home now. And she came home to stay with us. And she didn't know about it, that, that me and my husband now, that we went there and I just cleaned the apartment. I took all the garbage to the curb. I packed her stuff. I packed his stuff. I, we dropped his things at police station. So he can pick that up from there because he can't be in the apartment. He's not legal there. And I gave the key to landlord and that was the end. And when, when my daughter found out, she says, now he's going to be so upset. She hated, she hated me for that for a long time until maybe 
last few years when she started college and she's doing very well now. She's got scholarship. She she's she's smart, but she never thought she was like that. So things worked out and I just wanted to end all that crazy cycle through all those generations and I just wanted her to to have better life. Thank you for being on this journey of healing and community with me. If you listen on Apple, I would love it if you could take a moment to post a review for the podcast. It would mean a lot. Check the show notes for all links recommended in this episode. If you're on Instagram, follow me at my big love project and please share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. Thank you for joining me. You are such an incredible soul because you are you. You are unique. Your journey is unique and you can absolutely change the world with your story. Your time is precious and I so appreciate you being here. Thanks for joining me. I'll catch you next week. Thank you.